It's coffee break. We did it again. Yeah, yeah. We're we're back. <laughs> yep, after one week. Mm-hmm. Uh, lucky for us, we woke up early enough to catch the Pokemon Direct. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Pokemon Presents, uh, which was perfect timing because it came out literally like we were like, we gotta record coffee break. Oh wait, there's a Pokemon Presents like right now. <laughs> yep, and. We had a weird anomaly out here. Yeah. A morning thunderstorm. It was really nice. Yep. Uh, like, rained, lots of lightning and thunder. But, Strong thunder. Yeah, but like, and then it was just suddenly over. It was gone. Well, once it was over, it was just nonstop sirens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you doing anything fun this week? Um, lots of, just doing a lot of project work. How's that Pokemon project going? If everything goes according to plan, that'll be done by the end of the week nice. or by next Monday-ish. Okay, so a week. <laughs> yes, within a week, if everything goes according to plan. Okay, nice. <laughs> I've been doing my Power On marathon mm-hmm. with The Last of Us Part 2. I'm very impressed with it. It's hard doing a video a day. It is. It's very hard. <laughs> um, I almost screwed that up last Saturday. That was funny. <laughs> For those who... Uh, don't watch i only have like at most i think 11 people watching okay which i'm like whatever this is now just a challenge for myself yeah and i hope you guys are enjoying it i'm getting better at the game (laughs) (laughs) it took 90 percent of the game but you're finally getting it out (laughs) so saturday i had recorded all the parts put them all together edited them made the thumbnail Mm mm-hmm uploaded it onto YouTube 70% all the way through and I was like you know what I need to clean out my Mac there's too much shit in there right mm-hmm. one of the videos I grabbed the throwaway permanently mm-hmm. was the, the, the power on the video as it's uploading <laughs> and I was like oh no I deleted it from the computer I deleted its back files I deleted the back files on the solid state drive god my heart just sank when that happened I was like I don't know how I can go back and do this Mm -hmm. and they were still on the PlayStation so fortunately so I was able to re-grab them put them back in (laughs) reconnect uh, Premiere to them Mm -hmm, and which mm -hmm. rebuilt it all out re-exported it then put it up I think it came out 11 instead of 10 yeah still <laughs> maybe later but i still got it done and i was like wow yeah that reminds me of how i i captured all of the footage of all of volume four of ruby and then as i was getting into volume five i was like i should clear out some of my old files and i accidentally got rid of them i didn't realize i had like the the folder clicked too as i was like going through clicking everything to delete and i just deleted all of, and the worst part was it wasn't like it instantly deleted. I just put it in the like trash bin. Yep. But then I immediately emptied my trash bin. Yep. So now I have this weird paranoid thing where I don't empty my trash bin because I'm like, what if something's in there that like like last time? And I'm like, but you're also paranoid about deleting things because of last time, so it's not going to be in there. Yep. And you know what we call people like you? Hmm. Hoarders. Yes. <laughs> you're a digital hoarder. I'm a techno hoarder. <laughs> so, no power on today. I said that if there's a, another thing coming out for that or this channel, mm-hmm. then there wouldn't be a power on. Yeah. Wednesdays is already set. Yeah. So there's no freak out about that. I'm slowly trying to build it out. I think I'm almost done. I really slowly think I'm almost gonna done. Fin- you're going to finish that game. And and here here's how I tie this back into Coffee Break. 
It's a discussion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't play the game when it came out initially, June 18th of 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay, no one remembers that date for any reason. But <laughs> <laughs> I saw it the other day and I was like... You you will pull dates out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Like, I don't even remember, like, my own birthday half the time. Like, like and then you'd be like, oh yeah, this game came out on this exact day, on this exact time, yeah. on this and exact this is what year. the weather was like. And I'm just like, what? Well, but why? <laughs> I couldn't tell you the weather. I'm pretty sure it was sunny that day, but we were kind of locked in. So <laughs> you there wasn't much need to go outside. You can't remember, like, my favorite food, but you can remember the exact dates <laughs> <laughs> of every Resident Evil game. <laughs> <clears throat> Most of them. Uh, anyways, so there was a big problem with the narrative in this game. Mm-hmm. In the first game, you played as Joel and Ellie. You played as Ellie at the beginning of two, and then a new character, Abby, comes along and kills Joel. Yes. Then you're forced to play as Abby. Yeah. And a lot of people got upset about that. Mm-hmm. As I kept playing, knowing that that would happen, and I kept playing as Abby, when I hit the two-thirds mark... Cheese. Wow. Dogs. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Anyways, when I hit that... Can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> Just constant dog sneezes. <laughs> when I hit that two-thirds of the way moment, I realized Abby is the better character. Yeah, you've and been talking about her a lot. <laughs> yeah, I prefer Abby over... Uh, Ellie all day. That's so crazy. Ellie is probably one of the worst video game characters I've ever met. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because, like, I guarantee, like, five years ago, before the game came out, you would have been like, yeah, Ellie's one of the best ca- yeah. video game characters ever. And you've done a complete 180. <laughs> well, as you keep going with the story, you find out that what Joel did to the Fireflies, mm-hmm. it causes so much more problems. Mm-hmm. Than just having Ellie die and them creating the vaccine. Yeah. So, literally, all this falls onto Joel and Ellie. They've weirdly told the story of Backwards. their villains first. It's kind of like when you're watching, like, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, Dip, Daenerys is the bad guy. Oh, and then you sit there and you think back on everything she did. And you're like, oh, wait, yeah, she is a bad guy, mm-hmm. isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> I was just rooting for her because she's sad and small. <laughs> yeah. So, that's my feelings about The Last of Us Part Two as of now. Mm-hmm. We should finish up in two weeks. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, there's a really fun climatic scene in there. But you would have to watch it to know. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> it's part 16. So, um... Okay, Pokemon. Lots of Pokemon, because of the presents. Uh, Path to the Peak. Yeah. It's the new web animated series. It looks cute. Looks hand-drawn. It's a different style than... And it's about, uh, humans playing the Pokemon trading card game. Which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, she goes I, to a new school and meets friends who play Pokemon. As a kid, I would have killed for a Pokemon trading card club in yep. school. That would have been so cool. Have you seen the trailer for the World Championship thing? The, uh, like, um, like the trading card championship? Have you seen the trailer that they made for it? Didn't we just see it? No, there was another one that came out like a couple weeks ago. I totally forgot until we were watching the present. It's this really like amazingly animated and it's like as if 
like they pull out the cards or whatever and then the actual pokemon shows up standing next to them and like it's, it's super cute you I'll, I'll find it i'll show it to you okay. i was thinking that was what this was gonna be and then we saw the actual trailer and i was like nope this is very different <laughs> okay okay well when you show me evidence then i'll believe you okay <laughs> detective pikachu returns got a new trailer uh-huh and did you play detective pikachu no me either. Um, <laughs> I'm really not that interested in it. Also, Detective <laughs> Pikachu, he sounds like Will Arnett, but uh, it's not Will Arnett. Nope, it's Kaiji Tang. Okay. I, I like got Will Arnett. I like Kaiji Tang. <laughs> well, technically, Kaiji Tang was voicing him before Will Arnett did. It will be available October 6th of this year. No, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was the one in the movie, not Will Arnett. <laughs> I know. I was wrong. Okay. My B. <laughs> That's on you then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done a second movie and got Will Arnett to play him. Okay. And then at the end, he talks to Ryan Reynolds. That'd be and silly. Ryan Reynolds goes, let's go get a coffee. And then, and then you just fade to black. <laughs> and then Kaiji Tang's Pikachu shows up and they're all like, we all have the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Horizons, the series, is coming soon. Yay! Now, a lot of stuff happening in that trailer. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, like, know what to talk about because it does feel all over the place. Yes. <laughs> well, I was also thinking, here in uh, the North Americas, mm-hmm. we're not ready for this yet. Because we just finished up the latest part of Pokemon Ultimate Journeys. Yes. We're... Ash became the World Coronation Champion. Yeah. He took out Leon, which that fight was a tearjerker. God, I cried. It was super animated. It like, was amazingly animated. When oh they my. were getting aggressive, the trainers, Leon and Ash, like you could see the muscles flexing and like, just hard and deep lines on them. Like even like even the fight, like like from the start of the fight, like like Leon threw a Pokeball and his hair flowed really majestically. And I was like, this is it. The budget's really kicking in now. Yep. <laughs> and then there was like, basically they got a reset, a magical Pokemon reset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where so they could... Tornadus? Tor- Tornadus. Eternatus. You heard it here first. <laughs> they, it allowed them to, like, mega evolve again. Mega, Gigantamax, whatever they mm-hmm. wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it became Charizard versus Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And then the song played. When the song started, that's when I couldn't. Because I tried so hard not to cry. Well, I, what is that song called? Gotta Catch Them All? No. Uh, I want to be the very best. You choose me, I choose you. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the original rock anthem for Pokemon. God, it's so good! And it was the original... I thought it was a cover for a second there. Nope, like, it was the original, just remixed. Oh, God. That was tears. Because I remembered being a kid, like, watching Pokemon, five years old, <laughs> mm-hmm. and going, I wonder how the this like the story would end. Like, where's this, the end gonna be? When will Ash finally win the fucking awards and whatever? Yep. Or and then he become it, the master. And then the song happened, and I'm like, "Fuck is happening?" <laughs> yeah, and Ash's Pokemon and that entire coordination—they mm-hmm. took one hell of a beating. Great team. 
Oh. Like, he, this is the first time he actually had, like, a good team of Pokemon. When, when he was fighting <laughs> Cynthia in his, uh, uh, Surfetch, mm-hmm. went through, who was it? It was, like, Garchomp, I think. Garchomp? Yeah, And yeah, Surfetch yeah. was still standing. Yeah. But was fainted. Because he refused to, to faint. To, to fall down. God. And then you see Wickstrom crying, because <laughs> Wickstrom helped to train him. Yep. <laughs> He's watching on a really old TV. Did you see that? Yep. <laughs> so many great details. Just, oh my god. A fantastic end for the anime. And yeah, Horizons has huge shoes to fill. But yeah. the animation looks really good. It, it looks way better than <laughs> Ultimate Journeys. Mm-hmm. But we're missing the final piece of Ultimate Journeys, which is we the are. epilogue. Yes. It will come out in September sometime. Okay, so next month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I, I want to see Horizons. I just want to finish the original Pokemon. Yeah, I gotta see the end of Ash. <laughs> He'll come back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, Pokemon Go is getting Paldea monsters. Woo! Or Pokemon. I would just say Pokemon. <laughs> um, next month. <sighs> Pokemon Go. Man, they're struggling. I was having a little bit of fun with that fossil event, and then apparently they started at a grass event. Yeah, which is not going great. And I'm like, there's so many grass types already. (laughs) Why? One at a fire event for summer, you know? (laughs) They usually do a water event. I don't know, do something. Whatever. (laughs) So, if you're playing Pokemon Go, get excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll catch them all and just be like, yeah, great, that was a week of my life, whatever. I'll catch them all, and then I'll evolve the fire, like, Fuecoco and Sprigatito immediately, and then I'll never find enough Quaxleys. True. <laughs> There's never enough waters. <laughs> uh, for Pokemon, no, Nintendo Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trading card game. The original one on the Game Boy. And Pokemon Stadium 2. Mm-hmm. Are coming to the expansion plaque. Pack. Plaque. Plaque. Uh, I played both great games. Um, I never got to play the train card game. I always wanted to. It's It was great. It was fantastic. You choose like a starter. You get to pick which deck you want. A fire-related deck, grass-related. And it uses the actual like sprite-remixed artworks from the classic Pokemon cards, too. Oh, that's cool. So it really does help teach you how to play the game. Downside. Uh, teaches you how to play the game in... 1999. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pokemon Stadium 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I remember in my childhood, my best friend and I, we took our allowances, we saved them up, we combined them. Yes. <laughs> went into Game Crazy. Yes, another Game Crazy story here. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we were like, we want Pokemon Stadium 2. And the guy was like, it's still not enough. So we went back home, and we grabbed Mario Kart 64. You sacrificed Mario Kart? We sacrificed Mario Kart. Wow. Plus our allowances. Good deal, I would say. And we got Pokemon Stadium 2, which I would argue is still a better game than Mario Kart 64. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Don't don't get me wrong, I still love Mario Kart. But damn, wow. Crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I also sucked at that game. Yeah. What is it, Yoshi's Island? Yoshi's Egg Island or whatever. Yeah, something like that. That 
That killed me. That was the one on the N64? Mm-hmm. I never played the one on the N64. I started with Double Dash. Well, it's available online if you get the... <laughs> <laughs> Just pay Nintendo more, guys. <laughs> Mew and Mewtwo are coming to Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. You can get, a, like, a free Mewtwo... Like, Mew. Like, just type in, get your Mew into Mr. Gift, and you get it. And you'll, it'll randomly have a... It'll have a randomized, like, nature, ability, and terra type, which I think is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting September 1st. Yes. Your uh, code is get your Mew, all one word. All capital letters. Except for O. O is zero. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, make and sure then... you spell your correctly as well. <laughs> Y-O-U-R. Yep. Or yep. Y-0-U-R. Um, and then you get to fight Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. And they say something special will happen if you do. So we'll see what that's all about. I guess. Another animated web series. Yeah, this one, again, beautifully animated. They're realizing um, if we just dump money into, into these animations, people will get them. <laughs> yep. Paldea Wins, mm-hmm. which will be a story based on Scarlet and Violet. Yes, it's specifically Scarlet because they're wearing the Scarlet uniforms because their ties are orange instead of purple. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. I did. <laughs> that makes sense because what we just watched about... Loxton Noggin? Loxton Noggin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him talking about the uh, the iron variants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of questions there. You can do a lot of things with the uh, with the future Pokemon. Um, this one's a web series. This new, this other animated one, kind of like um, Pokemon Heroes, if you remember that one. There was also Pokemon Generations. Generations. That yep. was another one. Yep. Yep. And it's just focused on. The story of the games yeah and then the first wave of dlc for scarlet and violet arrives september 3rd the teal mask yeah now we got closer looks at the legendaries i love their names stupid uh, okie dogie yeah <laughs> monkey dory yeah <laughs> and oh what was the last one? Oh, uh, it, it the used, flying one it was it was like pheasant like, oh man, they were really good. I like them a lot. <laughs> There's the teal mask, which we saw can terraform. Mm-hmm. Into, like, a crazy big form. Mm-hmm. Like, its own mask is its terra helmet <laughs> crown, you know? <laughs> we saw uh, a new evolution of Applin. Yeah. Diplin. Diplin. Which is a caramel candy apple. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's, like... If that can also evolve with the tart and sour, tart and sweet apples that you can use to evolve regular Applin. Yeah, you get a candy apple. Yeah. Maybe. That was cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then we saw new Paradox Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want to talk about them? You're more excited. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued because the first ones we got for DLC stuff, or extra stuff, was Verizion and... Um, Suicune. Suicune. And now they're continuing with both the legendary beasts and the uh, swords. Yeah, the three swordsmen. Swords of Justice. Yeah, and they're going with Cobalion, which I don't think I'm pronouncing right. Go ahead. Uh, Cobalion and... Um, Blue Deer. Raikou, yeah. So that means we'll probably also get Terrakion and Entei down the line. Hopefully. Cobalion? Mm-hmm. Cobaltion? 
I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, that one, it, they didn't show off too well. Nah. It looks a lot like Iron Leaves, where it's just all metal mm-hmm. with joints. Yep, yeah. Uh, there's something going on with its horns. They look bigger, I think. And they're glowing. Mm-hmm. While Ryoku... It's like, it's like a brontosaurus. It's a long neck. It's a long neck, and it has a weird puffy cloud cowl around like its a, head. Like a frill lizard type yep. deal, almost. A cowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, my theory is Entei is going to be like a Triceratops type deal. <laughs> or maybe a Stegosaurus, because they're going with different dinosaurs for the legendary beasts. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking probably either Triceratops or Stegosaurus. I'm going with Pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> my favorite dinosaur, Indominus Rex. <laughs> that was a joke. I, I wonder if we will get an Entei and uh, Terrakion. Terrakion's my favorite of the three, personally. <laughs> I remember just playing them just to get them. I didn't really care about them. Unlike that one kid in Ultimate Journeys, uh, what was his name, like River? River. <laughs> you don't remember? The... Oh, yeah. His name's like Hugh, and he just had a Verizion. They <laughs> show up on this magical island and goes, like, getting attacked by a Pokemon and his friend Field? His, I think it was Hugh. <laughs> I think it was like Hugh. No, he had like a really boring name. That yeah. was just like a, a thing out in the wind. His thing was he wanted to catch every psychic type Pokemon, and that's why he was looking for Mew. And what psychic type does he whip out? Oh, you know. Sword of Justice for <laughs> Yeah, You and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck are you doing here? That was the only time he used it once to like scare away a Swampert. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was our Pokemon. Quite and... quite a lot of news. Yes. <laughs> yep. Pokemon heavy. Um, we got some DC news. Mm-hmm. There's always... Man, DC... Is just churning out constant news because it's like it's like this wombo combo of something bad happening and then James Gunn desperately trying to fix it. Yep. <laughs> and here we see Gunn again doing more uh, band-aid work, I guess. Yeah. He did say that the Ayer, David Ayer's Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. not guns, the Suicide Squad, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, that there were. There is a magical cut out there. We knew about this for years, where it showcases more of the X, X Force, Task Force, Task Force X, Task Force X, and more Joker. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's also not edited in a way that's bad. <laughs> yeah, apparently, it tells a better story what is instead a, of being all over the place. What a surprise! When you get a company whose primary like f- focus is editing trailers and mm-hmm. teasers you get a movie that feels like a non-stop too fast trailer <laughs> yeah so gun says that that this will be eventually released mm-hmm. he has faith in that which i was like i mean as co-ceo i guess you could oversee that i mean yeah they were they, we were able to actually get the illustrious snyder cut which is better it is it's so much better <laughs> hands down except for that fucking wonder woman theme Oh my god. They ruined that theme. It, they took such a good theme and they ruined it. <laughs> well, speaking of Wonder Woman. Yeah? Wonder Woman 3 is back on track. Yeah. So Gal Gadot 
is producing and starring in it. There's rumors that she will help writing along she, with Gunn. She's doing a lot of things like this now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, And this might be her directorial debut. Because mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins, who directed 1 and 2... I really like Patty Jenkins. I've got a problem with her, but that's aside from the point. Um, it's not going to be involved. Yeah. Will... Wonder Woman 3 is slated for a 2026 release. We'll see. A lot of things happen between now and three years from now. Mm-hmm. So anything could happen. Um, Gal Gadot is obviously very passionate about the role, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. So we'll see. She's I... also spearheaded. What are you, you going to say? Because my thing is going to change course. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm upset that we're bringing Gal Gadot back. Yeah. Um, how can you say that to Henry Cavill and Ben Batflick? Yeah. Uh, what I was reading about Ben Affleck's Batman, which some details have come up. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was going to be like the coolest Batman movie ever. Yeah. And it never got saw. And in fact, it was called The Batman. Mm-hmm. And then they just reworked that into The Batman, which is still the greatest Batman movie ever made. But it is. It's true. It, <laughs> it's, it's a bummer when you realize of all people who played Batman live action. Yeah. He's never gotten his own Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of a eerie fact about Ben Affleck's Batman is he's important to the story. It's very important. But but he's also just like not there. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It was a weird like, 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 oh, a superhero thing. That's it. A great contract to sign yourself onto. And then DC came out and it was just like, you see the, the dark side of signing on to these huge, crazy, stupid contracts. Yep. Um, the thing I was going to say about Gal Gadot is she's also going to be in the live action Snow White. Yeah, she's the Wicked Witch. Uh, oh. Evil, evil Queen. <laughs> so Same close. thing. So close. <laughs> what do you call a woman you don't like? A witch. <laughs> a, a, a negative descriptor and... A, a, a term for a female person. <laughs> Wicked, evil, witch, queen. <laughs> um, I have such... I think it's going to be ass. I think it's going to be a terrible movie. Well... Listening to Gal Gadot and Rachel Ziegler, I've learned her name because I hate her. Well, listen, She's playing Snow White. Listening to them talk about it... I hate her cheekbones. Yes. <laughs> they, Every time I look at her, I'm like, there's something wrong here. They don't seem to like the movie. They don't like the idea of it. Have you heard Peter Dinklage, who plays the one dwarf in there? Yeah, I know. Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> and he's also like, nah, this thing sucks. God. And it's like, great. So what did you make, Disney? Every single time they talk about it, they have this condescending, like, um, it's not 1937 anymore. It's so old and outdated. Oh, my God. It's like, if you hate it so much, why are you making it? <laughs> well, yeah, there's also that, that they're not being faithful to the adaptation. Yeah, you're just making your own story, and you just stole Snow White's name. <laughs> but here's the thing. Snow White's such an old story. For any of you uh, aspiring filmmakers out there, mm-hmm. you can go make your own. Yeah, Snow White was crazy. It broke ground. It was incredible. Yeah. No, like that was the first time anyone had done a animated feature film, <laughs> and made it. Oh, work. you're talking about Waltz. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, yeah. I mean, the story is a legend. And like people sit there and talk about the oh, but the prince just saves her in the end because they thought that no one knew she was gonna come back. Everyone thought she had died. So then when he kisses her and she comes back, that was crazy. That blew people's minds back in the day. 
Also, a lot of crazy animation mm-hmm. for its time. Uh, he had to invent a new form of like camera f- lens to do like zooming in shots through his animations to oh. make depth. He did uh, d- 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 revolutionary. <laughs> well, it's an interesting guy. Yeah, but now Rachel Ziegler's not 1937 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Gun. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dropped on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, your discretion is highly advised. Uh, you'll cry. You think you won't. You will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find a deep hatred for the High Evolutionary. If, if you don't cry during the real, like, thick of it, uh, at the very end, you're going to cry no matter what. <laughs> and there goes my pen. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I am Groot. Yeah. Which was an animated series for Disney Plus. Uh huh. Featuring weird misadventures of new Groot, yeah, baby, baby Groot. Groot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just got its second season, which comes out next month. I have a weird like hate for this series because I found like I was looking for something to watch one time, and I was like on Disney Plus, and it was like. The Marvel story in chronological order. And I was like, oh, cool. And I'm like scrolling through it. Like, and What then, did you find? Well, as I'm going through, it's in chronological. Like it starts with um, like uh, not chronological in like the release dates of the films, but in the actual like time frames of where the movies take place. Ooh, ooh, so like it starts ooh. with Captain America. Does Cap come before Thor? Uh, yeah. Yes. Because Thor came to Earth in 2012, didn't he? Or 2011? Maybe 2011. Something like that. 2010. But I'm going through it chronologically. And then there's just these huge stretches of just each individual episode of I Am Groot. Because it's scattered randomly throughout the timeline. And I'm like, I don't want to watch your like 10 minute stupid thing. I want to see what the next movie is. Mm, it pissed me off. <laughs> that would be a fun marathon, though. To do it all chronologically? Yeah. All of it? I do appreciate Disney for doing that. <laughs> Did they put Black Widow in its spot? I don't know. I got stuck on the I Am Groot thing. I didn't keep going. <laughs> okay. I can't believe this got a second season, especially how bad Marvel did with fumbling the uh, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. which all those problems with Gaia, guess who did that? Kevin Feige. Oh, he's just really shitting the bed lately. He, he ruined his own thing. He, which I was like, why? He, he did it. He lived long enough to see himself become the bad guy. The villain. <laughs> yes. Finish the quote. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Parentheses, paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, mm-hmm. he was like, all these television shows are ruining Marvel. They Stop really are. <laughs> they, oh my god, they are. They're all bad. They retcon random things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's rumors that uh, Loki might be the last one. I think if they did g- keep going, the only thing they could do would be Loki. But well, it, I don't think they could do a third season. What I'm kind of curious about is they've been working on Daredevil Reborn. Yeah. And I'm like, you should at least release that. I mean, that was already going to be... We already had lowered expectations. And it's like, oh, it's not going to be... It's going to be rated like PG-13. Mm-hmm. And there's no blood. And it's like half as many episodes. 
No, twice as many episodes. Yeah, it has 18 episodes. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Boulder's Gate 3 got released, finally. Yes. I really want to play it, but I have a unique conundrum. I don't know what to play it on. You have your PC. <laughs> I know. Don't touch my PS3. <laughs> five. No, I have a three. I don't have a five. I'm not that cool. <laughs> yeah, Even though it's showcased in the power on loading screen. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I want to, because, like, I want to play it, but also it's, like, it's definitely not a game that you would have fun watching me play. I've seen clips of it, and I'm like, whoever made this was really horny. People only ever focus on the horny parts. It's just the same as any, like, Dragon Age game. Like, yeah, you can not You can romance any of your companions, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. There's just more to it. Man, I just want to play it. It looks like the exact game I've been looking for for, like, years, where I'm like, I want to play Dungeons & Dragons, but I want to play it on my computer, and I don't want there to be other people. <laughs> I want to take this game that involves many people and I want it to be just me. <laughs> wow. And it looks exactly like that. Isn't that the point of Dungeons and Dragons? To collaborate with others. And, mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. It is a, it is a multiplayer teamwork game. <laughs> well, I would say use your PC. Yeah, I could probably get it on Steam. But it is also $60. So. Yeah, it's a new game. I know. <laughs> so... Like I said last week, Winning Times came out. Mm hmm. First episode of the second season, and it was boring. It's, it was, I almost was like, like you started to hit play, and I was like, maybe we should wait so we could binge it all. Because that's when we, we binged like the first three episodes, three or four episodes of the first season. Mm hmm. And now, after watching that first episode, I'm like, yeah, I think this is one that rather than coming back weekly, I should just, we should just watch them all in a row. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. Magic wasn't doing too good. It was more drama than event filled. Well, that's we've actually hardly seen any actual sport play. Yeah, throughout the whole show. In fact, they were more theorizing how to play sports than actually play them. It's one hundred percent about the behind the scenes of basketball, which I think is incredibly fascinating. But yeah, well, I also didn't like that at the <laughs> beginning of it. The Lakers just destroyed Boston. Mm -hmm. in a uh, playoff game. Yeah. And then the Lakers just run off the court straight to their bus mm -hmm. because they're afraid of the Bostonians they're attacking they're, them. They're just throwing things at them. Yeah, they came out <laughs> in a mass riot to attack the Lakers because they're upset of how bad they kicked their there was, team's... <laughs> there was one super funny moment. It's when the bus is, like, driving away and there's a pause and there's an arrow that points at the front of the bus and the bus is labeled White Bus and it's labeled this was the actual name of the bus company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have this really fun and exciting moment where you're like, wow, they're kicking ass, they're doing great. And they go four years earlier. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means what? Now this whole second season is going to cover four years? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think we could keep dragging out every single year of Magic Johnson's career. <laughs> he kind of did some stuff. He did. I don't But they only want, what, four or five seasons for this show? I'm going to guess, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. That seems to be the sweet spot is keep it around four. Mm-hmm. Kill it off. Which, like, uh... Yellowstone, which is coming back in September, and nobody else is watching it but me. <laughs> no one else 
in the world cares. <laughs> Except for those ranchers somewhere up there in the Midwest. Old white men who like to be, sit there and go, I could do that. You know, I'm not even watching it as that. I'm just like, this is a weird show. Everyone has their guilty pleasures. Everyone has that show that they don't like, but they insist on watching. <laughs> there are moments that I like. Yeah. I honestly think it's going to end in blood and ruin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they won't shy away from killing off characters. It, mm -hmm. it can get pretty violent. You've seen some stuff. Like... I'm amazed so many people have stayed alive. I would have expected at least one of the Duttons to have died by now. <laughs> the Duttons are the main family. Which is crazy, because if you look at, like, the spin-off ones, 1923 and 1983, 1883, whatever. Like, like, one of them dying or being close to death is the main plot points for those. It's how the actual Yellowstone show started. Yeah. One of the brothers died. And then, nope, there's just them being awful people. <laughs> well, what was I going to tie this into? Uh, five seasons. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, this is the end of Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. And I've five seasons the fifth broken into two parts so even they know when to just stop because mm -hmm. once you get into six seasons it's like that's a lot to keep up with mm -hmm. uh, lots of times that's when you'll start to see like like plot fatigue yep. character fatigue we're already starting to see that with what we do in the shadows oh god this is its fourth that's not that funny anymore it's the fourth season so far fifth like, they, like, really peaked with season three, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this season's fine. It's just, like, I I expect everything now. <laughs> uh, a show that I like to use for comparison of fatigue mm -hmm. is Supernatural. Mm. Now, I was late to join the Supernatural boat, boat, but I jumped on just before season six embarked, okay? Mm-hmm. Like my nautical theme song. I did appreciate how it all worked together. <laughs> now, uh, I went through one through five. Mm -hmm. Seasons one through five. Really quickly. To get there pretty much almost for the premiere of six. Okay. At the end of season five, that show will never hit a peak like that. Mm. They're straight up fighting like four. And most of five is fighting the four horsemen. Yeah. And they defeat them. So guess who would show up to fight them after that who satan himself ah, so now sense. they're fighting <laughs> satan and you'd be like i mean isn't he technically like the king the big baddie the adversary what did you think that would be like how it all yeah and then you fight satan and that's the final fight <laughs> they fight satan one of the guys dies one of the brothers mm -hmm. uh castiel satan just looks at him snaps his fingers he just gets obliterated him instantly yeah and Dean's left alive, and you're like, okay, that's where you should have ended that. Mm -hmm. You know, season six, everybody's resurrected, don't worry. Yep, yep, yep. And you're like, what? All those dollar signs. <laughs> and it went on to run for 11 or 12 seasons. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, you got to get back into it and rewatch it. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, you hate your peak right there. When I think of that kind of like story slash character fatigue, mm -hmm. my go-to is Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, that did run a little too long. Way too long. Because it started, I really liked it when it started. It was a lot of fun. And then it got kind of bland. And then it got very samey. Mm -hmm. And then like a lot of, because I went back and I was like trying to find uh, an, like an audio clip of a very specific moment. And I had totally forgotten about the bully character, Francis. 
Because they just stopped using him. Yeah. And they focused on all these other stupid characters. Then they made more worse stupid characters. They gave her... They gave Timmy, like, a fairy god sister-in-law. Where she also had... It was like another human girl, but her life was perfect and amazing. But she also had Cosmo and Wanda as her fairy godparents. And it's like, why does she need fairies? (laughs) Why would we do this? (laughs) He had a fairy god dog... That was really dumb. <laughs> Timmy Drake played him. <laughs> I always wanted Timmy's other friends, Chester and AJ, and uh, Trixie? No. Vicky's little sister. I always wanted his friends to get their own fairies, and then they'd have fairy magical adventures together. I thought they didn't do that. <laughs> well, you're also talking about that soft reboot. Where they brought it back to life. A revival, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. My adventures with Superman's new episode. It was cute. Simple. Cute. Well, you won on which gorilla it was. I did. It was my... Yeah. Monsieur... Mala. Mala. Who is in a open relationship with the brain? Yes. I appreciated... (laughs) I liked the small detail that the brain had a French accent. Monsieur Mala had a French accent and the brain had a German accent. That was fun. (laughs) Jimmy found out that his best friend is Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he already knew. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's why he asked him about the alarm clock. (laughs) Why do you think it's too much? (laughs) We all knew Jimmy knew. There's no way you would live with someone and be like, how are they constantly gone? God, that'd be a really funny, like, like sketch comedy type deal. Like, I know my roommate is a superhero, and it's just the adventures of them being the normal person roommate, and then seeing the lies that their roommate comes up with. It's like, what's, uh, what's wrong with your shirt? Oh, I, um, I tripped in, um... There was a fire at work. Oh, yeah? As they're watching, like, the news footage of them fighting, like, a fire demon. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be things like, before you leave, you have to do dishes. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. You need to do the dishes. It's the roommate agreement. And it's fastly done. Chore wheel. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like an office style where you were looking at it. It's like, yeah, sometimes having a roommate with super strength isn't great. This is the third door. I've had to reattach its hinges. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it's just a home improvement show. Yeah. <laughs> My roommate's a superhero. <laughs> nice. A <laughs> uh, master chef. Ugh. Black. Ugh. So boring. It's so boring. Something. So we've talked about at length about the many problems with Master Chef before. Well, we talk about Gordon a lot. I have a new issue with Gordon. So the... this is the ADR thing. No, the, okay. that one's fine. It's uh, So, like, Joe and Aron go and they're talking to the contestants about, what are you making? And then they're explaining. And they're like, here's a question. And then they explain. And they're like, is that what you think? And then they have, like, a bit of a back and forth. Gordon walks up and he just interrupts them. Like, ima- like I'm going to ask you a question. I will play Gordon. You are the contestant. So, what are you making? Tell me you're making, like, a grilled cheese sandwich. What are you making? I'm making a cheese puff strudel. Like a cheese puff strudel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Made cheese... with a garlic and Are you making it with sauce. a garlic? Yeah, that's good. That's good. And he just talks over them the whole time. Like, he's trying to, like, anticipate what they're saying and yammer. <laughs> and I'm like, Gordon, just let them finish talking. <laughs> <laughs> 
you acting like you're in a panic. An hour is a long time. You can I, let them finish their sentence. <laughs> I felt like it was so boring I started to fall asleep. I wanted, I thought about, because you fell asleep, and I was like, oh, I should save the second half of the episode for you and so we can watch it. And then I was like, no, there's no point. I don't, we don't even know who these contestants are. Who cares which two got eliminated? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm going to just leave that show alone until it's completely done. Mm-hmm. And then just marathon through it. Yeah. Uh, food stars? I have no desire to touch. It's really fun to play in the background. All the contestants are hilariously inept at everything that they're doing. They also lack emotion. They do. They're like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to hurt each other. And it's like, that's not a competition show. That's just bullying. God, I wasn't paying attention to the ending of the last episode, so I don't know if he got eliminated. But they were doing like a, it was like some cafe thing. And Gordon was grilling, because that's how they put it. You get into your grilling when he like asks them who should get eliminated. And he was doing that, and he was like, you have a cafe, but you didn't have any savory options. It was all only sweet options. And the, like, young kid dude guy, who has, like, orange hair or whatever, Mm -hmm. he's like, what do you mean? We had, like, a a chocolate-filled croissant. And he's like, for a savory option? And Gordon even said, do you not have anything between your ears? And he's like, oh, wait, yeah, no, I was thinking salty, savory is different, huh? And I'm like, how are you on the show? How how are you a contestant on this show? <laughs> you don't eat, yeah, I have, here's some savory for you, it's chocolate. <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. Well, we finally saw the big summer highlight. We did it. We finally watched it. And I'm going to say this right here, right now. The Super Mario Brothers movie sucks. It was so, it was meh. It It is short. It was mid. (laughs) Boring. Unenthusiastic. Yeah. Peach is the worst part. Peach was the worst part. Bowser's song Peaches is so bad. It's supposed to be bad. Like, that's the joke. And then people kept going like, oh my god, it was so good. You should play it more. And Jack Black's like, okay, if you want me to. (laughs) So people don't even understand satire. Um... The Mario Kart scenes felt forced. They were, like, I like, I, okay, the only thing I like was the idea that Mario Kart-ing initiated as a, like, Kong cultural aspect, so then they could just cart around on the, like, vines and trees and through the roadways and stuff. They're, they're uh, monkeys, they can just climb that. Well, I thought it was neat. I'm like, interesting that this is the direction we've gone with. I'm into it. <laughs> But other than that, yeah, it was meh. As someone who really likes the Mario world, there was not anything interesting. Yeah, nothing new developed. In fact, I would say the live-action movie was still better than that. Which is so sad to say. And (laughs) now, by saying that and actually feeling honest about it... Oh, Chris Pratt did okay. Yeah, he was He wasn't as bad as I thought he'd be. No, not by a long shot. Um, Luigi did nothing. Well, he was the damsel in distress... He did do a whole lot. He showed up at the end to help. They did their brother thing. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, for this company, Lumination, to take on the Legend of Zelda, yeah. I can just imagine how bad Zelda is going to be. Oh, just Zelda, the character. Yes. Peach was so... Like, they had no chemistry. Nope. She just kept talking. Her sideburns were stuck to her face. Yeah. That bothered me. Her face... Like, her head's too big, but her face is too small. 
her voice does not match Peach at all. I, they only picked her because she kind of looks like Peach in real life. And I'm like, you're... I thought they picked her for the name. Maybe. I just didn't match Peach. I was not a fan of her. Every action scene she did, Mario just kind of like bumbled around behind her. It didn't feel like a Mario movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they did have two cameos with one of my favorite Mario characters. Yeah, yeah. You can see them in the background of one shot just having a little herd run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yoshi's. And then at the end, Yoshi was born. Yeah. Cute stuff. I love Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's a dinosaur my, who eats you and poops you out as an egg. My favorite cameo. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite cameo was seeing the Donkey Kong crew. That was nice. They do want to do a spinoff of the Donkey Kongs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of Seth Rogen's performance, but it wasn't bad by I mean, any means. Compared was, to the other performances in it, it was like, it was fine. <laughs> he was honest about not wanting to do voices. Yeah. He gives good delivery. Like, he, he can put emotion and, like, personality into his delivery. It just doesn't really sound like Donkey Kong. No. Okay. Now, as of this last week, Barbie mm-hmm. has broken mm-hmm. one billion dollars as of this last week barbie has broken both of my legs <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of dollars <laughs> it is and most of that that push to get over the bill mm-hmm. was china really yeah cool so i was like i thought they would have heavier censorship towards it now they're they uh japan is not airing oppenheimer Oh, I wonder why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw... That's interesting. I can, saw... can we find out why? Can we get a research team onto this? I saw a clip from a podcast. And Are they a playing guy... Godzilla instead? <laughs> I saw a clip from a podcast and the guy was talking about that. And someone in the chat was like, don't spoil it. And he's like, what do you mean don't spoil it? And then someone else was like, this is the second time we've, we've already seen this story, guys. <laughs> this is a rerun. <laughs> <laughs> We can laugh about it now, but the reality is very sad. We, we laugh because we don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to feel awkward in this room alone. Bouncing back to Barbie, it makes sense. Like, Barbie sales have got to be big in China. Like, the doll itself. I, I can't assume anything on that. Are they made in China? I Like I said, I didn't want to assume anything. I was going to be like, well, if they manufacture them, duh, they'll take them <laughs> home. I mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. They make most of our things. Yes. Yes. But it is Mattel. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where Barbie's manufactured. It could be Europe. You never know. But as for the box office this weekend, Mm -hmm. Barbie's still reigning number one. Yep. And that's impressive. Because we've got quite a few, like, new films released this week. And uh, none of them could even touch Barbie. No, not even The Meg 2, which did not deserve a sequel. No. We watched the first one in theaters. It was bad. It was. It, <laughs> it was, was. It's forgettable. It was horrible. <laughs> I remember the nachos I ate. Those I, were good. The nachos were the most like important memory to me from that day. <laughs> Number three, Oppenheimer. Uh-huh. Damn. Number... Oppenheimer's already fallen behind the Meg 2. Damn. Poor Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer's going to make more money and more awards than... Meg will ever... Yes. Meg will probably show up in the Golden Razzies. Probably. Oppenheimer is also probably going to make a buttload off of... Once it hits streaming. hmm Yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm going to watch it. Yes. So I can pause and go pee. <laughs> yep. And put on subtitles. Mm-hmm. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Uh, that was a new release. Number five, The Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Number six, The Sound of Freedom. Mm. Number seven, Mission Impossible. Oh, uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Number eight, Talk to Me. Yeah. Number nine, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Wow, six weeks in and they're still clinging to the top ten. Number ten, yeah. Elemental. Yeah, eight weeks in and still clinging to the top ten. Number eleven, Insidious the Red Door, uh, which I heard you can rent now. Okay. I might be wrong. Uh, number twelve, Theater Camp. I did want to watch this. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah, I thought it was a TV show too. I thought it was a TV, yeah. <laughs> It looks fun. Yeah, it looks good. It looks yeah. like a fun little indie comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mockumentary. Number 13, Spider-Man. I do know you can rent this one now. Uh, number 14, Shortcomings. And number 15, Transformers Rise of the Beast, which you can find on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. Uh, what did you tell me about Indiana Jones within uh, the past 12 hours? Oh, that it will make, by the end of its um, uh, re- release... Theatrical run. It will make less money than Han Solo did. And there you go, folks. <laughs> that was it right there. <laughs> That's horrible. That's so sad. I don't like Han Solo. Mm-mm. Um, not, not just as a character. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so bad. <laughs> There's few, very few things in that movie that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Darth Maul. Sure, yeah. But we'll never get a sequel or conclusion to it. It was honestly amazing watching a actual licensed Star Wars film feel like a weird, watered-down, cheap remake of a Star Wars film. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I mean, Andor. Andor's pretty bad. Andor was... I can't believe people liked it that much. I don't think so. I, people sang its praises. They're like, oh my god, it's so good. I'm like, is it? Everything of, I saw was bad. <laughs> of all the live-action Star Wars, I, that's the one I can't stand. No. I'm like, this is boring. It's, ugh, maybe that's... I don't know. <laughs> and it's jumping around all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's got nominated for an Emmy. They're making a second season. And guess what this all leads up to? What? Rogue One. Wait. So no matter how much you love this character... He dies. <laughs> he dies. He super dies. <laughs> um... I, uh, you were talking about, um, half of these are, like, you can rent or watch now on streaming Mm -hmm. type thing. I remember how I was talking about how Five Nights at Freddy's will release both in theaters and, uh, on demand at the same time as each other. I think most people will choose to watch it on demand because rumor has it, it will be three hours long. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how it could do. I guess... Five nights, theoretically, needs to happen. <laughs> That's a long movie. Yes. How are kids going to sit there? It's not for kids. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not. that. No. <laughs> like a 13 plus. <laughs> wow. That's that's really long for a movie for kids. It might. It's still just a rumor. There's no confirmation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean... The rumor mill kind of stopped churning ever since the uh, strikes. Yep. More and more things are halting production. I read that they did actually, like the unions met with the other people, the opposition, and they had no deals. Yeah. So yeah. the strike will continue. Uh, the president of SAG, 
Fran Drescher. Drescher, I believe. That's her character. Oh, is it? <laughs> her name is Fran. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was her name. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she said they're ready to stick out for six months. Nice. Um, several actors have. There's a a fund that they have where you can donate. Since they're striking, they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So you can donate to them um, to help them survive while they're striking. M- several, like at least 12 big name actors have donated a million dollars each. Damn. Uh, the only one I remember was uh, Ben Affleck. There was, it would be the big guys showing up for that. There was many others, but I don't remember who they were. Which was really cool of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they all gotta help each other out. Otherwise, mm-hmm. this is not gonna work out well. Yeah. As for, I don't know, man. Because you remember they were talking about pushing back Dune? Mm-hmm. They're not going to push back Dune. Yeah, because... Dune, it's pretty much the only thing that Warner Bros. has coming out that they can actually make money off of. Mm-hmm. And the awards season is coming. Yes. Right? Uh, Disney is talking about pushing back Marvel's for very obvious reasons. It's not going to be successful. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, in fact, I don't think... The only movie that Disney released this year that had a positive impact was Guardians. Yes. All other movies have flopped. Yeah. Like Flounder Out of Water. Boo, 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 boo. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Did> finger guns. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Disney doesn't seem to know what they're doing anymore. No, None they... of them do. They all suck. <laughs> all these big name companies. Mm-hmm. God, they just suck. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just churning out whatever they want. And that's going to be a big problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I said this last week. I was listening to a podcast where they were interviewing Steven Soderbergh. Okay. Who is a big Hollywood director. He's usually known for more smaller productions, but uh, like more gripping to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost neo-noir kind of style. He did No Sudden Moves. Okay, yeah. Right? Is that what it's called? I think so. I I know which one you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, he's usually, weirdly enough, he's a writer-director DP. Mm-hmm. So he, when he's directing, he's usually behind the camera also. <laughs> he's one of those old school guys. Like, yeah, and you gotta do it all type deals. <laughs> he was asked about these strikes, and what he had to say I thought was interesting Again, these are not my words, these are Soderbergh's words. But he was comparing how the things that are going on in the industry now are uh, nearly identical, not exactly identical, ripples from the 70s and 60s when there was a large strike in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And he said after the 60s, 70s strike was over, a new age of film began, Mm -hmm. which is the one that is now dying. Yes. So if he's correct, which, I mean, he's lived through it. I haven't. Uh-huh. But Seems I can see like... what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, he also said something along lines of this, that he wouldn't be surprised if somebody's working on a project right now and in six months it was to be released and it would change the way film would be looked at, viewed, and made. Mm-hmm. And so that's what his argument was, is that this is now going to be a turning point of change. But not the end of everything. Yes. Which might be all for the better. Like yeah. like, like the Phoenix, reborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope this means 
will have a greater emphasis on practical effects. Um, I learned that all the Barbie movie was practical. All of it? Yeah, like, they were talking specifically about those transitions where they're, like, in various vehicles getting to the real world. Mm -hmm. That's all practical. Like, it's built like it's just a stage. Even, like, the water rippling when they're on, like, their speedboat. It's, like, actual, like, fabric blowing with fans to make it look like water. Okay. That's cool. Yes. And I'm like, maybe that's why it cost infinitely less to make than something like Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. You got anything else you want to say? Nope. That pretty much covered everything I was thinking. Sweet. Okay. That's the end of this coffee break. That's coffee break. Thanks. Yep. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Oh, and stay hydrated. Yes. (laughs) Please.